Hi everyone, Grant K here for the Flame Premium Learning Channel. Welcome to part two of using the GMOSC Tracer for enhanced look development. In part one, you saw how the GMOSC's functionality could be changed from Roto Tool to a light and lightbox selective. So if you're developing the look of a shot and you need multiple selectives or power windows, this is a really great workflow. And it only involved connecting GMOSC objects to lights. In part two, we extend the look development workflow even further by incorporating 3D shapes with the GMOSC tracer, lights and lightbox. If you would like to follow along, please click the link in the YouTube description to download the media. Alternatively, if you're watching the podcast version of this video, then type the link displayed in your web browser. So the footage we are using this time is a close-up of a model. We want to place extra emphasis on her eyes and mouth. So ensure that the footage is connected into the background of action. And connect a media input with the footage as well. When you go into action, delete the axis and image object that is created in the 3D composite. There is nothing wrong with using the image objects. But we are going to create 3D shapes with projections to isolate the regions of the image. Let's start off by darkening the background to move the visual focus to the face. Go to the Action node bin and ensure the image is selected in the media list. Drag a 3D shape into the Action schematic. Now draw a shape over the background and it does not need to be too accurate. Switch the tools to add points through the pull-down menu or press the A keyboard shortcut. To soften the edge of the 3D shape, hold SHIFT and drag a large edge gradient. Now switch back to the SELECT mode with M. Next, double-click on the 3D shape node and enable media projection. So the same image from the point of view of the camera is being projected onto the 3D shape. Now hold CONTROL and click on the action schematic to deselect everything. Please remember to do this when you don't want the selected nodes to auto-connect to new nodes as you add them. Next, switch back to the Action node bin and locate the Lightbox node. Drag the Lightbox node into the Action schematic to launch the browser. Choose the Exposure shader. Now similar to what we did in part one of the series, double-click on the Lightbox node and drop the exposure. The light is casting the effect onto the 3D shape, but the effect is limited to the size and positioning of the light cone. So select the light and move it to cover the 3D shape. Already you can see that if you toggle between the background and the result view, the focal point of the image has been shifted to her face. Now we want to ensure that this light only affects the current 3D shape and not any others that you will add into the composite. Switch to the light link in the tools pull-down menu or press L. Draw a link from the light node to the 3D shape. At first, you may think that this is the same as what you did in part one of the series. However, in the first method, you used a GMOSC link to the light. This meant that the GMOSC was used as a cutout for the light. In other words, 
the GMOS acted as a gobo or as a casting restraint as the light passed through it. In this example, you are not altering the light. In fact, you have created a physical 3D shape which is receiving light. And using the light link, you are limiting the light to the connected 3D shape. Your results may be similar between the two methods, but each one provides different flexibility. Let's develop this shot further to show the advantage of using G-Masks, 3D shapes, lights and lightbox. Go to the Action node bin and drag out another 3D shape node. Hover over the result view and press F8 for the object view. This will allow you to focus solely on this 3D shape. Now draw the shape around the eyes. Once the shape is closed, you can tweak it if required, but it needs to be tracked. Ensure you are looking at the object menu and switch to the tracking menu under the GMask tab. The default setup is planar tracking, which is fine for this example. Click Snap to define the reference and press Analyze. With the track done, switch back to the result view with F4 to see the 3D shapes. Once again, switch to Add Points with the A keyboard shortcut. Hold Shift and drag an edge gradient to soften the 3D shape. Finally, enable Media Projection to texture the 3D shape. Now let's use Lightbox to enhance the eyes. Drag out a Lightbox node into the Action Schematic. Choose the Lift Gamma Gain Shader in the browser. Double-click on the Lightbox node for its controls. Lift the Midtones and drop the shadows. As I mentioned earlier, the light is affecting all the objects in the composite. So switch to the Light Link mode and draw a connection between the light and the 3D shape for the eyes. Remember to switch back to Selection mode once you're done. So the light is focused on the 3D shape, but it needs to be repositioned for a better falloff on her eyes. Select the light in the schematic and move it over her eyes. Now let's say your producer has also asked to enhance the highlight on her bottom lip. You can use an open 3D shape and the GMask tracer to do this. Switch to the Action node bin. Drag out a new 3D shape node. Now zoom into her lips. Draw a three-point open spline over the bottom lip and the highlight. Click the Finish button to complete the open spline. To turn the open spline into a visible 3D shape, switch to the Add Points and create an edge gradient. Now it doesn't matter what order you do this, but let's track this before we project and relight. Double-click the GMask node and switch the result view to the GMask object view with F8. Switch to the tracking menu and use the default planar settings for the track. Remember to click Snap for the reference and analyse the track. With the track complete, press F4 for the result view. Under the 3D Shape Basics menu, enable Media Projection. Now let's go to the node bin for the grading tools. 
drag out a lightbox node and choose the colour correct shader. Go into the lightbox shader and increase the master gain. This affects all the 3D shapes. So switch to the light link mode with the L keyboard shortcut and connect the light to the 3D shape. The light only affects the focus 3D shape but the gain is changing the whole shape and not just the highlight. So double click the GMOS node in the action schematic. Hover over the result view and press F8 for the GMOSK object view. Switch to the tracer menu and click add under analysis. Place the green box over the highlight and scale it down. Now place the red box over the lips and scale it down as well. If you press F8 for the GMOSK Kia output, you can see the mat that is being generated by the tracer. The problem is that you've keyed out the lips but there is still more skin tone to remove. So click Add Foreground and place this red box over the skin tone. This will knock out these colours in the key. You can tweak this as much as you want but I recommend adding a blur to soften the mat. Now press F4 for the result view and fit the image to the window. When you go back to the lightbox controls, you can adjust the master gain to control the highlight. Finally, we need to do a touch of beauty work on the skin. Mainly the forehead and cheek areas. This involves overlapping 3D shapes so it will be interesting to see how to deal with it. Deselect all the nodes and switch to the action node bin and drag out a 3D shape. Hover over the result view and switch to the object view with F8. Now draw a large 3D shape around the top two thirds of her face. Once you have completed the shape, switch to the add points mode and add an inside edge gradient with the shift keyboard shortcut. Now let's track this GMOSK and then we'll key it with the tracer. Double click on the GMOSK node. Switch to the tracking menu. Snap the reference and analyse the track. With the new track completed, we'll now isolate the skin with the tracer. Switch to the tracer menu and press add under the analysis header. Place the red box over the hair and place the green box over the nose. Press F8 for the GMOSK Kia output. Now start tweaking the size of each box to include enough key colour. We want to retain some facial detail so adjust the shrink and dilate. Finally, blur the mat for easier blending. Now press F4 for the result view. So you can see we have isolated the skin tone using the 3D shape, softness and the tracer. Enable media projection in the 3D shape basics menu to apply the texture. Now you can use any technique you like to clean skin. But because we're slightly short on time, I'll throw in a matchbox. Select the projection map of the 3D shape. Go to the action node bin and double click on the matchbox node. In the browser, select the blur shader. It's a bit strong but we'll fix this when everything is blended together. 
But I don't know if you noticed that the highlight work on the eyes has disappeared. This is because one 3D shape is in front of the other. So when using 3D shapes with Lightbox and Matchbox for look development, you can control the order in which the shapes appear in 3D space. Swipe down to the Priority Editor. Ensure the editor is set to Action All Objects. These are all the 3D shapes in the composite. Select the Face 3D shape and you'll see that it is at the top of the pile. Click and drag the shape to the bottom. When you release the cursor, you'll see the other shapes pop back up to the top. So you can control the order in which the shapes appear, but you can also control individual blending and transparency. Swipe down to get back to the main menus. With the 3D shape selected, switch to its Geometry menu. Now the blurring is too strong as mentioned earlier, so adjust the transparency to about 35%. That's looking much better. You can also toggle through the blend modes and control how 3D shapes blend with each other. Now there is obviously more you can do in terms of regraining and look development, but I think you've got the general idea. Turn the icons off with the I keyboard shortcut and you can toggle between the background and the result view. So hopefully this two-part series has given you a bit more uses for the GMOSC Tracer. You can perform simple to advanced rotoscoping, but also look development within a 3D compositor. This all depends on how you connect your nodes. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please remember to subscribe to the Flame Premium Learning Channel for future videos.